0: Oh yes, time for some more of that Primetime Chainsaw Man, as in today's video we are diving back into and completing the 2nd arc to part 2 of the series, that being the War Devil Arc. This video here follows directly after the end of part 2's introduction arc where we were introduced to Asami Taku and her new soulmate, the beautifully arrogant war devil. Obviously if you do enjoy content like this and want to see more then make sure you hit that subscribe button and be sure to leave a like on the video as it really helps out with pushing my content to a bunch of new amazing people. Plus a fat Chainsaw Man manga giveaway in this video so be sure to keep an eye out for that in a few minutes. But anyway enough of that let's get into the content. So as we start back out in this series, we find people celebrating and walking around in that top-tier Chainsaw Man merge. While at the same time, various citizens are interviewed by a news outlet about Chainsaw Man. It's pretty 50-50 in regards to what they think about him. Some are extremely enthusiastic about him, whereas on the other hand, other people doubt his intentions, giving reasons such as getting rid of jobs for devil hunters, claiming that he's an American psyop, that he's too destructive, that he's too popular, or that he eats people and their pets. Denji, who just happens to be among those civilians being interviewed, attempts to make Chainsaw Man look better. Dude literally goes on a full tangent about how, frankly, it's not possible that Chainsaw Man ate the cat from the other day, that everybody in his school loves him, and that he bets he's a seriously great guy. Yet instantly the film crew turn around and are like, yeah, let's cut that out, he spoke far too much. As the crowd now goes back to screaming our boy's name, nobody actually recognizes he is who they are talking about. But Denji stands there, proud, like the legend he is. Everyone's favourite 25 year old repeat high school student Yoshida then rolls up on the scene as everybody else screams for Chainsaw Man but once he tries to speak to Denji who stands there proudly, Denji doesn't seem to recognise him at all. Which I'm honestly wondering if he simply forgot who Yoshida is or is he trying to actually distance himself from anyone who was previously at the bureau. Just an idea. After Yoshida is like literally oof bro that hurts, remember when you had all those assassins after you? Denji blatantly lies and says that he never remembers it happening. Following a short, awkward conversation, the duo ends up making their way to a cafe. Denji orders a massive feed and while sitting there with Yoshida, notices that he's wearing the same uniform as him. Yoshida blatantly lies, blowing it off as a coincidence that they attend the same school. Denji prods further though and asks Yoshida if he's actually stalking him, Toji explains that technically he isn't wrong and in fact belongs to part of an organization. Not the evil type that you'd usually find in manga, but instead the group is simply seeking to protect Denji from having his secret identity revealed to the public, allowing him to live a peaceful life. Elaborating more, he explains that pretty much he'll be in a load of trouble if Denji's true identity is revealed to the public once more. Kind of like how when all the assassins showed up during the International Assassin's Arc and people knew Chainsaw Man was in Japan, but they didn't necessarily know the human face, just like the Chainsaw Man 1 and the clothes that he was wearing at the time. Anyway, Yoshida tells Denji that if he doesn't listen and his identity is exposed, he won't allow him to eat any more cake. Disgusted with the idea though of not being allowed any of life's luxuries, Denji instead slams his hand down onto the table, cutting the cake open with his bare hand. While Denji stuffs his gullet, Yoshida is left utterly flabbergasted with the change in events. He tries explaining that if he lets the cat out of the bag, using a cat as per usual with Chainsaw Man, the life he has now will fall to pieces. Confused, he asks why he's fighting this Chainsaw Man anyway. And finally, as our boy scoffs down all of his food, he reveals his current goal, telling Yoshida that he wants his identity to be revealed because once the secret's out, all of the ladies will be over him. Yoshida sits there for a moment in utter bewilderment, trying to think of a witty reply, but simply can't deny the fact that Denji is probably right. Skipping away from the horn dog, we are flying over to our neurodivergent queen as Yoru pounds her fist and screams into a pillow off that she and Asa were saved by Chainsaw Man, obviously this is because her goal is literally to take out Chainsaw Man. Asa asks why the war devil wants Chainsaw Man dead so badly, to which Yoru opens up about how during their first fight with Chainsaw Man alongside the other 4 horsemen, her body was partially consumed, weakening her and explaining why there had been no major wars since the World War. Though this is partially due to Chainsaw Man also consuming nuclear weapons and the World War II devil as we learned in the control devil arc. Yoru also opens up about being worried that since war has been relegated to just being a media subject, everyone would soon forget about the concept of it and she would continue weakening to the point that she would cease to exist. Asa asks if Yoru is afraid of being forgotten, but quickly realizes that the previously raging devil had already fallen asleep. Laying there herself, Asa thinks that for the longest time she didn't care if she died, but now she's happy she hasn't and thanks Chainsaw Man for saving her before falling asleep as well. The next day, and oh my lord Denji, I mean Fujimoto, you have to chill bro, this is some of the craziest stuff ever, at school, Denji absolutely loving life is shown to be acting as a seat for a young lady, only to be called away by Yoshida. Denji explains that for every 10 minutes he pretends to be a chair, he gets paid 10 yen. But if he's held up for much longer he'll have to refund her yoshida returns denji's student id card explaining that he dropped it during the fight with the cockroach devil and he won't let chainsaw man's identity get exposed as he knows for a fact denji purposely left it there in the hopes that he'd be identified as the devil itself denji tries to back away so he can go back to making bank as a chair only for yoshida to turn around and actually pay him ten thousand yen if he stays and acts as his seeds He then asks Denji if he's trying to expose his identity in order to get a girlfriend, to which he confirms. Yoshida then offers to find him a girlfriend if he promises to not expose his identity to the public and Denji is instantly like, okay, introduce me to her please. Yoshida quickly asks what his type is, and Denji in the most down bad statement of read, explains that his type is a girl who's desperate for a boyfriend. And Yoshida being on the same mental plane as myself instantly realises that he knows the perfect girl who seemingly fits that exact description. Flashing outside, probably to the top of the school where Asa usually hangs out, there Yoshida brings up that Asa was saved by Chainsaw Man and introduces Denji as a huge fan of the Chainsaw Man who'd love to talk to her, Asa explains that she used to actually hate Chainsaw Man, bringing up several reasons as to why, with Denji refuting each claim every time with an increasing frustration. Asa claims that Denji wouldn't know what Chainsaw Man is like as it's not like he could possibly be him. Again, she continues dogging on the Chainsaw Man, with Denji eventually getting to the point where he boils over and confesses that he knows all of this information because he is indeed the Chainsaw Man. Continuing to brag about knowing exactly what Chainsaw Man is thinking because he is him, he asks her if she gets it now. Not believing him in the slightest though, and with Yoshida literally face palming over Denji's stupidness, Asa calls him a loser and instantly leaves. To which, as Denji screams after her, Yoshida remarks that nobody would believe him if he continued acting so flagrantly. Okay, before we go any further though, that Chainsaw Man manga giveaway that I was talking about at the beginning of the video, you see these three Chainsaw Man volumes here, Volume 3, 10, and 11? Well, I accidentally bought double ups, and if you want to get a chance to win these three here, then leave a comment down below with your favorite moment throughout this series and your Twitter handle so that I can follow you back if you do win. When it comes to like who's gonna win the giveaway or how i'm gonna do the giveaway or winning and all that kind of jazz i'll just use a random comment picker and record it and then upload it probably probably over on my twitter or something like that or put it in one of my like next videos coming up and then you know like reach out to that person through the comment section or then through twitter that's why i want you guys to leave your like handles there and all that kind of stuff but anyways enough of that merry christmas and back to the video so, having left Denji on the roof, Yoru is enraged that she didn't outright murk Denji for admitting to being Chainsaw Man. Asa, on the other hand, who straight up calls Yoru an idiot for actually believing him, is still unconvinced, explaining how it makes no sense for him to be a mega fan as well as the actual Chainsaw Man. Which she kind of like actually has a point on there. Later on, and after school ends for the day, Yoru demands that Asa hunts for another devil in order to get into the Devil Hunters Club, though she says that she's going to visit Yuko instead. Enraged, Yoru threatens her and asks if she's even thought of a way to find Chainsaw Man. By the way, I wonder if like people around have noticed her and realize that she's just talking aloud to absolutely no one. <laughs> Asa retorts, she states, that if they lead a devil to the school, he would reveal himself anyways. Standing there and wondering how to actually draw a devil to the school, Asa plays towards arrogant side, calling her the smart one and leaving her with a plan while she visits Yuko. Watching her walk away, Yoru thinks that perhaps she really can tame her. Once arriving at Yoko's house and after being surprised for being praised by her friend, they sit with each other telling secrets. Yoko admits to reading self-help books on how to make friends while Asa confesses that she wed herself during class one day, which causes Yoko to literally curl over in her seat laughing about how the class played along to Asa's terrible sweat excuse. Yoko then, in a complete change of direction, confesses that she actually took out her neighbour for gambling away his welfare debts. Unable to even form a proper sentence in response, Asa just keeps repeating what the hell in a nonchalant manner, probably not believing her. However, after one of Yuko's other neighbours says hi and then leaves, she offers to show Asa where the deceased man is now. Asking if she's joking though, Yuko simply replies that it's out back if she wants to see it. But Asa wisely declines. Like holy, I would be freaking out right now if this all of a sudden happened IRL, like, choose your friends wisely here people. Anyways, saying it's fine either way as they are best friends because they revealed each closest secrets, Yuhu promises that she won't tell anyone about how she paid herself or about how she took out the teacher, class president, and has made a contract with the devil inside of her named Yoru. Stating that there is no secrets between the two, Yuku then reveals that she also made a deal with the Justice Devil yesterday, granting her the ability to read minds in order to be able to understand those around her, as she just doesn't get people. Then, on top of that, she reveals that all of this is to help Asa, as the two are now best friends, and Yuku decides that she will handle her best friend's bullying problem. Later on, while walking through the streets, Yoru and Asa talk about Yoku being a devil. Asa wonders about how Yoku is going to solve her bullying problem at school. Telling her to stop the stupidness though, Yuto explains that she's obviously going to take out all of the classmates that bully her. Asa puts forward the idea of talking Yoku out of it, but Yoru disagrees, asking her how she's even going to do that when her body already belongs to her. Yoru instead plans on destroying Yoku as soon as she reaches school. Asa is shocked and strongly disagrees. However, according to Yoru, this would lead Chainsaw Man straight to them, and even if it doesn't, it would get them into the Devil Hunters Club through taking out Yoku. Elsewhere, Yoku though, the absolute maniac, is seen burning something while maniacally repeating that she'll save Asa soon and get rid of all of the bad guys for her. Moving into the next day, Goku who woke up slightly late, greets people on her final journey to school. Yet, as you all probably saw coming, as she makes her way through the school hallways, she is confronted by no one other than the war devil who is in control of Asa's body now. Trying to buy time through talking Yoko brings up how it's weird that the chainsaw man goes to school as it doesn't even prevent bullying here she then considers that perhaps he only fights other devils putting that aside for now though Yoko says that they can fight once she gets rid of all of the bullies in the school obviously Yoru doesn't agree to this as she thinks Yoko will run away as soon as she's finished her job Yoko says that you can't beat me though if we fight anyways as I can read your every move Inciting the battle to begin though, Yoru asks Yoku to beat her but reminds her that Asa will be taken out as well. Frustrated as she loves Asa but hates Yoru more than anything, Yoku ultimately decides to transform into her devil form. Instantly, Yoku shoots out a bunch of limbs into the tight hallway. Yoru dodges though between the flying projectiles, managing to get a few attacks off with a pencil that she turned into a blade. Taking a bit of damage, Yoku yells, cool, but you're in my way, and goes to hit Yoru as she floats in the air. Having been sent shooting back, Yoru lands in a classroom and panic instantly ensues as the students yell and run for their lives. Catching a glimpse of the devil, a random teacher makes an emergency announcement stating that a dangerous devil has appeared on the campus, urging students to escape through the nearest escape route. During the panic, some students are seen questioning whether this is a drill or not. Well, those eggs are utterly stunned as the devil itself appears directly behind them and says, this indeed is not a drill. Turning, the students exclaim and run for their lives, all the while, the devil walks behind them asking, who put the chicken in the locker the other day? Once spotting the girls, Yoru luckily appears from behind and throws a pencil which morphs into a spear to distract her. But sadly, the devil blocks it and says that she told her that she can read every single one of her moves. Yoku goes on to throw the spear directly into one of the students trying to flee and knocks down another one smashing her against the wall. Fortunately, while she is looking for the last devil, a devil hunter appears. The devil hunter introduces himself as Segi from the devil hunter club and says he'll buy time till the real hunters arrive. dude doesn't know what he just got into. Yoku yells that she doesn't want to hurt innocent randoms but proceeds to attack him either way. Luckily, it turns out our boy is a damn prodigy and he showcases some slick moves being able to smash Yuko in the stomach. Running up behind his boy, Furio arrives instantly aiming and shooting his crossbow at the beast in front of him. While the three fight, a female hunter from the school's club dives in and slices one of the monster's horns off. With three baby hunters and Yoru all beating down on the devil, she talks a bit of smack, asking her if she was going to die before the chainsaw man even got here. Yoku, who obviously wasn't trying to hurt the innocent, says that since they have ganged up on her, she has no other choice. Sadly, she then proceeds to slam them all with her orbiting limbs, seemingly taking out all three of the wannabe hunters. She then goes on to warn Yoru that she'll end up like them as she already knows how Yoru has laid traps for her and set up various weapons throughout the school in an attempt to stop her. She says that she is going to save Asa from her bullies, but Yoru replies that she has one more idea though, before giving her body back to Asa, who as you would imagine, goes on to plead with Yoku, asking her to stop. Confronting the justice devil, Asa tries to reason with her, but Yoku states that she only has taken out all of the bad ones, according to her this will serve as a lesson to all of the bullies in Japan and end bullying altogether. Asa snaps at this though, and asks Yoru to instruct her about how to make a weapon, to which she explains that she needs to touch something that belongs to her and call its name. Yoku yells that there is no point to it, but Asa goes on to tear off her uniform and say, super strong uniform sword. As a result, her uniform tears off from around her and transforms into a huge rectangular sword, leaving Asa standing there in her bathing suit. Apart from showing off her well-maintained body, she goes on to threaten Yoku and gives her a final warning. Yoku goes on to explain to her this eradicating Bully's plan and how she is trying to become a symbol of justice like Chainsaw Man. Asa says that it all makes no sense and asks what she gave up in exchange for the devil's powers. But Yoku simply replied that there was no giving, instead they only received. Yoku says that when she was given this power, she was also given a heart that shines with the light of justice along with it. After saying this, she moves on to kill the final bully and asks Asa to put on some clothes, passing her off as a simple nuisance she doesn't have time for. Asa runs forward and tries to cut the devil's leg, but Yoku easily whacks the sword out of her hand. Watching this, Yoru mocks her, calling her weak, while Yoku simultaneously mocks her as well. However, before she could finish her sentence, she's all of a sudden cut into a few hundred sushi-sized pieces. And yes, surprisingly, Asa was the one who took her down with the sword that she had created from her damn school uniform. It's explained that the reason her weapon was so randomly broken in terms of strength is because her mum had given her that uniform before she passed away. Man, Tatsuki always out here blowing my puny monkey mind with these god-tier weapons the war devil can create or just swords in general created by devils throughout the series, they're all just so well done, like they would look so damn freaking good. Anyways, obviously Asa didn't want to have to do this, and is just heartbroken over what happened to her friend urging what remains of the Justice Devil to try and live on. Suddenly, a mysterious girl arrives asking if she wants to save her. Obviously, Asa replies affirmatively and the girl, looking down on her, revealing also her spiral eyes, states, anything for my little sister. Asa is shocked to hear this while at the same time outside the building, the devil hunters arrive on the scene asking the public where the devil is. However, there ain't no need to try and find her as all of a sudden the building explodes with the now oversized, revived Justice Devil. Yoku now resurrected takes a moment to remember what she was up to and then continues her rampage completely destroying a few levels of his school with a massive lashing attack. Two boys attack her from behind but she taunts them and easily defeats them both. Suddenly though, she stops as she sees Asa lying on the ground badly wounded. Freaking out about who did this, she picks up a random girl, blames her, and is about to crush her before being stopped by the legend himself, Denji who just showed up on the block. Looking over, she asks him to mind his own business, but Denji, who's trying to not blow his cover, realizes that a superhero can't stand around idly during an emergency. Screaming at him to leave, Yoku swings at him, yet our boy got that speed now, and quickly manages to dodge the strike before transforming and slicing the Justice Devil's arm open. Screaming again, but this time in pure fear, Yoku is surprised and tells him to stay away while sending a plethora of expanding limbs in his direction. Denji yells that Chainsaw Man is here to save the day while falling down and dodging all of her strikes. Stumped on why she can't land an attack, Yoku tries to read his mind, but is completely perplexed after learning that Denji isn't even thinking about the damn fight. Instead, Man is solely focused on how to expose his own identity as the Chainsaw Man while making it all seem natural. As we float there above the two devils fighting, it shoots away for a second over to a beast in Asa waking up after being knocked out. Standing up, Yoru's personality takes a hold as she sees Chainsaw Man now standing directly in front of her. Aza picks up Yoku's leg and yells, Yoku Leg Sword, creating a damn sword out of her leg before asking Chainsaw Man if he remembers her. Obviously she doesn't realize it's Denji and Denji doesn't have a clue who the war devil is obviously. Our boy though, being the perv he is, looks at her body and then her bottom. Anyways, then randomly the girl Denji had just saved rises out of the devil's body. Instantly, the girl starts freaking out thinking that he's going to eat her as well, but Denji clarifies that he saves people, not eat them as he is human on the inside. Suddenly, Asa leaps into action and is about to hit chainsaw man, but once she swings, hits nothing and finds out that he vanished. She gets infuriated not being able to find him and thinks that chainsaw man doesn't deem her worthy. Yet in actuality, Denji was cucked out of a reveal by Yoshida's tentacles so fast, Yoru didn't even realize what happened. Over with Ocjo Boy, Yoshida tells Denji he's hopeless and that it'd stop him by force if he had to. Now I'm on a completely different turn of events, like we're leaving all this battle entirely and we're going to sleep. We find Usa running down an alleyway littered with the dead chickens. So many chickens, in fact, that she can't help herself to not step on them. Then running into the darkness that's in front of her, she wakes back up in a terrified sweat. Getting up out of bed, she then grabs a drink of water and walks to go back to sleep, but then mysteriously, her doorbell rings. Scared, Asa asks who's there, and the person outside quickly apologizes for showing up so late at night. Asa is about to open the door, but the person replies, Don't open it, and identifies herself as Yoku. She says that she managed to escape but has turned herself into the devil, and if Asa opens the door, she might try and eat her. Asa, being her divergent self, has zero want to sustain a normal life and opens the door anyway, revealing Yoku's hybrid form. Having opened the door, Asa asks if she wants to eat her, to which Yoku says a little bit and chooses not to look at her to avoid temptation. She says that she is here to say goodbye as she is going to a distant relative who she believes to be a devil hunter in search of a way to turn her back to a human. Yoku clarifies that she made a deal with the Justice Devil not to save her but to be like Chainsaw Man and make people like her, which is an extremely interesting form of a contract and they personally wonder if the wording matters in terms of like how powerful you can be in the contract. Anyways, she goes on to say that she is the worst and everything she did was meaningless. Asa tries to stop Yoku from walking away, but I'm assuming the Justice's side unknowingly hits her with her tail. She says that she didn't intend to hit her and just wanted to give her a proper goodbye since she was her first friend. She warns her to not make a deal with the Justice Devil like her, then once again goes to leave. But Asa stops her and tells her to just wait one second. Coming back out of her place, it's revealed that like when they first became friends, Asa wants to hand over a pair of shoes to her since she noticed Yoku was barefoot. Being stubborn as well, Yoku refuses, but Asa says that if she doesn't need them, she can sell them, and if she doesn't sell them, she can just throw them away. Yoku laughs a little, realising that she was the one who first said that super cringe line. Instantly, they both crack up laughing at how dumb they sounded, yet, still, somehow our girl has the realisation and can see that she truly is the worst. Everything that she has also done has caused people a lot of pain, and here she is now, laughing about it. After sharing that sweet moment together, Asa tells her that she better bring those shoes back someday, to which Yoku promises her that she will. But this is Chainsaw Man and not My Hero Academia, and as Yoku is jumping from building to building wishing that she could read birds' minds, we hear a mysterious noise similar to a Chainsaw Man, but see Asa slightly restless in bed as Denji also sleeps soundly with Nayuta. Yet, somehow, Yoku has been completely destroyed by something that must have resembled the Chainsaw Man, as someone with a similar figure stands atop the skyscraper holding on to the ankle of Yuko's leg. So skipping forward a few days, I would imagine to like the moment they can return to school, which was in bad shape and is still under repairs as it was almost completely destroyed by a devil the other day. While at school, Asa suddenly remembers the mysterious girl who called her my little sister, and asks Yoru if she was her sister, but Yoru declines calling the mysterious girl a mad woman. Which is just like the worst lie I've seen from Yoru so far, but anyways anyways, thinking internally, Asa assumes that she brought back Yoku and wonders if the girl was the real justice devil. Walking through the school, she encounters the Devil Hunters Club which fought Yoku and lost a bunch of its members. Instantly, she notices the mysterious girl she was talking about is actually a part of the Devil Hunter Club. The council president though, looks like a fighter out of Fight Island, introduces himself as Haruka Isume and says that the Devil Hunters Club lost two members the other day during the conflict. Yet he says that Akoku, the initial dude who showed up and stunted on the Justice Devil, he told him how well Asa fought in the conflict and offers her a spot in the club. Momentarily, Yoru takes control, saying that she who Chainsaw Man was a member of the club and asks if Haruka knew him. Confidently, the dude laughs and then goes on to reveal his chest which has the same pulse starter as Denji, therefore revealing himself to be the Chainsaw Man. Of course, we know that the man is a complete imposter and also he most likely was the person atop the building with Yoku, who is a similar figure to the Chainsaw Man. She gets furious and leaves saying, see you around Chainsaw Man. As they walk past them, Asa asks Yoru if the guy really is Chainsaw Man and Yoru replies that the starter proves it. Asa wonders why he outed himself like that and also why Yoru didn't lash out to fight him. Yoru says that she could barely beat Yoku by herself so there's no way that she could go up against Chainsaw Man currently and win. She says that she needs a strong weapon and commands Asa to conjure a weapon even stronger than a uniform sword or she'll murk her. Standing there, Asa agrees saying that she will make her the strongest weapon ever and beat Chainsaw Man, to which Yoru replies that she's randomly obedient today. Asa knows though that the sooner she is done with Chainsaw Man, the sooner the war devil will leave her body, as as long as Yoru inhabits her, everyone around her will be miserable. Asa says that she'd do anything to make that happen and even turn someone into a weapon. She starts to look at people on the busy street below her while Yoru says that she doesn't have to technically use a human, as if she has something more important than her, it will work. Suddenly, a cat walks in, which is like Nada, you better not use that damn cat, and Yoru suggests to turn it into a weapon. Asa says though that she'd rather use a human than a cat, and instead starts to look for a criminal or some other low-life person. Yoru says that that won't work though, as creating a powerful weapon requires powerful guilt. Instead, she suggests that she pick someone between a cat and a criminal. Looking down at all of the humans below her, she suddenly sees Denji, who looks like the biggest dweeb there. Plus, on top of that, dude is literally picking up rubbish off the streets, which, you know, is like pretty good of him. Usher thinks that he is utterly a loser and an idiot, but still a good person at heart. She observes further, following him, and finds out that he is rolling new cigarettes out of these cigarette butts that he had just picked up and selling them to homeless people for a higher price, claiming them to be American premiums. Having a change of heart, Asa thinks that he is indeed a bad person trying to rip off the homeless, but still not bad enough to deserve death. Basically, he is what she’s looking for. Yoru confirms this saying, he's the right choice, use him to defeat Chainsaw Man and get her body back. Obviously not even realising that this is actually Chainsaw Man, anyways while thinking about Yoku, Yoru tells her to think of it as a necessary evil to put an end to a nightmare. Later on, having caught up and found Denji, they have a short conversation as Denji recognizes her as the girl who doesn't like Chainsaw Man. He says he is really busy and doesn't have the time to talk, but Asa asks if he's free tomorrow. Denji brushes her off saying that he's busy the next day though, but as we know our dude is a freaking sucker for melons and on a second look asks why she asked him, Torchy she blushes like crazy and awkwardly asks Denji for a date. Ugh. Man probably just had fireworks go off inside of his brain, and as he stands there, he simply replies with yes. Skipping forward to the day of the date and looking hella cute, Asa is seen preparing for a date with Denji while Yoru chills in the corner, repeatedly mocking her. She doubts she'll be able to seduce him and turn him into a weapon, but Asa says it's easy, as boys fall for anyone who'd even show them a fraction of a good time. She says Yoru won't understand as she's a devil and that Asa believes she's pretty damn cute, cute enough to make Denji fall head over heels for her. Out on the date now, with the duo at the aquarium, Asa continuously talks about the various kinds of fish there while Denji listens. However, our boy's a monkey brain and gets utterly frustrated with all of the info, asking her to stop so they can move on and see those penguins. Asa is like definitely somewhat neurodivergent and denies him, saying that she has planned their date properly to the point they'll have to wait here for at least another 10 minutes. Denji, who is like completely shocked with her dominating attitude, gives in and now Asa starts talking in length about starfish. Moving forward through the aquarium, our boy once gets frustrated and asks her to visit those penguins now. Yet once again, Asa repeats the same thing as before and says Denji will have to listen about Starfish for at least another 30 minutes. As she continues explaining Starfish, she thinks that Denji should be falling head over heels for her by now, but cutting in on her conversation, Denji pleads with her wanting to see those beautiful penguins, and as you'd imagine, she again tries to make him stick with her fun plan, but he disagrees, saying that he'll experience the entire aquarium in his own way then, storming off to see those elusive penguins. Blown away with a turn of events, Asa just can't understand why, but Yoru once again taunts her and says that maybe it's because she's a total bore. And not only Denji, but even she was bored the entire time Asa was lecturing. Asa ends up yelling at the devil, exclaiming that she is right, that she studied up for ages on all of these facts and these silly ass devils are the real bores. Yoru actually gives in and asks her to go after Denji, but Asa who can't stop raging out screams, she did everything right. Suddenly, someone again appears, telling her that she indeed wasn't wrong at all. Man, this girl's drip in the uniform goes so damn hard and I just realized now you can visibly see her earring trigger switch. Anyways, the girls say she is right and Denji doesn't know the first thing about right and wrongs. Menacingly looking at her, she states that there is one thing in what she is wrong about. She can't turn Denji into a weapon. She tells Usa, who only does the right thing, that she can't turn a human into a weapon. Asa is visibly shocked, asking the girl how in the world she knows her powers. Taking off her cap, the girl introduces herself as the war devil's big sister, the infamous famine devil, and asks Asa to call her Femi. Obviously this is the third of the four horsemen, and oh my lord, having caught up now, we got this so much earlier than I actually expected. Anyways, Yoru asks Asa to not listen to her, but suddenly both Femi and Yoru disappear. Asa exclaims Yoru's name but Fami only responds she has separated Yoru from her temporarily and that Asa isn't leaving the aquarium until she abandons her mortality and converts Denji into a weapon. Denji himself having been walking around unable to find the penguins appears back and says that we've got an emergency. He explains that the aquarium isn't this big and he can't find a way out no matter how far he walks us gasps in response, Denji mutters, that pain in the butt's back from hell, as they look around and see a stretching hallway with seemingly no end. So you know, perfect spot I think to end the second arc of Chainsaw Man Part 2, or the War Devil arc here, obviously there is so much more we are going to let learn from here on out, but I think a lot of the next arc will either involve the Four Horsemen, the Famine Devil, or maybe even the Eternity Devil arc in Part 2 will be a longer arc like it was in Part 1. By the way, remember to leave your comments down below and put your like Twitter ads in them as well, just to make sure that I can reach out to you somehow or another, or just keep an eye on like the comment section of this video. So after I get back from my holiday in January, I can reach out to you guys and let you know who's won the three manga volumes. But anyway, enough of that. If you are new around here, make sure you hit the subscribe button and also be sure to leave a like on the video as it really helps out with pushing my stuff to a bunch of new amazing people. But for now, it's been your professional degenerate, Diavolo. Bye.